We sin and we feel really bad about it. And to feel bad after you sin, honestly, on the surface level, that's a great thing. To feel that conviction by the Holy Spirit, it's a great thing. But some of us take it too far. To the point where that's not the Holy Spirit led no more. You're in your own head or you're listening to the, to the lies of Satan. And ultimately what happens is that we take it too, too far. We think that we're too dirty to come back to God. All because, and I'm going to tell you this, it all comes down to us forgetting that Jesus is the main character of this entire thing. It all comes down to us. Either we have never realized or we have forgotten the fact that Jesus Christ has actually died for our sins. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Boy Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke. Um, Episode 111, coming off the campaign commemorating three years of unassociated i really want to thank everybody that was a part of that and i hope you guys really enjoyed that everybody that sent in a video everybody that supported and all that different stuff i hope you guys enjoyed that um that 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 uh honestly can i say like shout out to my team you know i would say i've had I've had a team in the past, um, so shout out to them as well, and everybody that's you know really contributed to Unassociated from the beginning. Um, what I would say right now is that God, you know, I, I remember praying to God to bless me with um, a team, you know, like cause this was like around earlier this year, um, and you know, as people started coming in like one by one, and I just you know the team that unassociated has right now is truly a team that you know everyone is there to serve god like you know a lot of people's faces that you might not see but i just i'm just happy to know that you know we have a team (laughs) y'all and we coming we coming we're gonna do more we're gonna do bigger stuff and by god's grace you know he's gonna take all the glory and 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 you know we're gonna execute a lot of great things coming up so i'm excited for the future um because of them especially so i just want to say that thank you guys thank all of you um and uh yeah and thank you guys man like you know everybody that's listened to this podcast everybody that's been like you know following us and unassociated and everything like that i really don't take that stuff lightly and you guys have really been you know a blessing to me and you got you know that uh, that's i mean that from the bottom of my heart let me just say that um so i don't want to get all mushy (sighs) but you know before i get into this topic because this is a very important topic um but you know i just wanted to let you guys know these shirts that we announced on thursday will be releasing this upcoming thursday september 2nd um so make sure you cop yourself a shirt we would love to see the support for our ministry and you know i think they're pretty dope the designers are really talented guys second plan um but yeah nah like this is a I'll, I'll break down like you know what the meaning of the shirts you know mean more like on instagram and stuff like that but you know this is really our attempt to um break into a new medium of trying to spread the word of god you know what i'm saying like the way i like to see it is this is like fashion evangelism you know having the word of god 
as something you wear. Um, and I'm telling you, man, like if somebody's, you know, soul gets saved because they reading your shirt, then, you know, that's that's something that's just, I don't know, it's amazing, bro. Like that's that's kind of like what the vision is, you know, on Associate. We really want to take up all the creative channels that we can to, to spread the word of God. So cop you a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think you guys would really love it, honestly. Um, but we're going to get to this, uh, enough of the shameless plug, but we're going to get to the word of God today. Today, I wanted to talk about something. Once again, this, this, uh, might sound so elementary. Um, but it was something that I needed to be reminded of this upcoming, this past week. Um, you know, for me, I feel like the part that's been eating away at me is my distrust in God. And I feel like my distrust in God is an offense to him. And I'll talk more about that later. Um, and because I haven't been having a lot of faith in God as of late, I feel like, or like, you know, in just different, different parts of my life, I feel like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's, it's, it, I'm sinning and like, you know, I'm turning my back on him and I'm, and I'm belittling him. And, and because of that, like, I'm the type of person where I'll, I'll go to the point where I feel bad because I don't trust in God because like, I know he deserves it. You know, God, like a lot of us be like, oh, God's not saying nothing to me. God's not saying nothing to me. God be saying stuff to him, to us, but we just don't believe him a lot. And I feel like in my life, God says things to me. But I don't believe him a lot, you know, and I started to feel really bad about that. But it was through me having to remember the grace of God. I had to remember the grace of God this week. And I even had some conversations with people. And I felt like this was just the perfect thing to talk about. Because, you know, I can talk about all this different stuff that I talk about on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, everything must tie back to Jesus Christ, because at the end of the day, there are even some Christians that are walking around today that have forgotten about Jesus Christ. So I'm going to open up this episode by telling you this. This episode is for the Christians that think that they are now unredeemable. You've had your period of backsliding. You've had your period of going into the world, even though you, you deliberately did it. You deliberately did it. And you feel like, ah, it's unredeemable. I can't come back to God because you're sick of yourself. You're disgusted by yourself. You have self-deprecating thoughts. You think you aren't even worthy to come back to God and you're not, you're not, you know what I'm saying? You're too dirty to come back to God. You're too dirty to pray to him and all that different stuff. And I've had different episodes about this before, but I wanted to speak about it again today. And I'm going to go to Romans chapter five, verse one. And this really touched me. You see, because children of God, I'm just going to read it. Romans chapter five, verse one says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's get into it. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We, ladies and gentlemen, you are a Christian you have confessed that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that you believe he died and he was raised from the dead on behalf of you to wash away your sins and redeem you to a relationship with Christ. Let me uh, with God. Well, let me tell you something. You have peace with God. Read Romans chapter five. I didn't put down the entire uh, the entire chapter on here. Read Romans chapter five, because I need you to understand that before 
Jesus Christ had died. Most of mankind, we were enemies of God. We were at war with God. But because we have Jesus Christ, through Christ, we have peace with him. I needed to hear that. Because it's been times where I have deliberately turned my back on God and I have sinned and I've come short, even though I'm a child of God and I'm a Christian, right? To the point where I think that God is now at war with me, but it's not true. And sometimes I think when he chastises me, it's because he hates me, but it's not true because I'm at peace with God and you are at peace with God. And it's not because you're the gracious one. It's not because you're the righteous one. But it's because he is. Because we sin, ladies and gentlemen. We sin and we feel really bad about it. And to feel bad after you sin, honestly, on the surface level, that's a great thing. To feel that conviction by the Holy Spirit, it's a great thing. But some of us take it too far. To the point where that's not the Holy Spirit led no more. You're in your own head or you're listening to the, to the lies of Satan. And ultimately, what happens is that we take it too, too far. We think that we're too dirty to come back to God. All because, and I'm going to tell you this, it all comes down to us forgetting that Jesus is the main character of this entire thing. It all comes down to us. Either we have never realized or we have forgotten the fact that Jesus Christ has actually died for our sins. Like, do you understand? You hear that a million times and a million times and a million times over. But how many times have you actually just sat down to really understand? That's why I think like taking communion in church is so important. You know what I'm saying? Like, because those are the times, like Jesus said, like when you take this remember what i've done for you there are times we need to take to actually understand and fathom what jesus christ has done for us because there's so many of us we've forgotten and if we be completely honest with ourselves and don't feel bad because we're going to get to that in this episode we have forgotten and we've become so caught up with not sinning right to the point where in our effort to be like christ we forgot why we needed Christ. And I'm going to break that down. In our effort to be like Christ, many of us have forgotten that why we need Christ. And I know this. Why? Because I'm one of you. I'm one of them. Us forgetting what it means to have grace. That's why some of us, we fall. The Bible says the righteous man fall. Google this verse because I didn't write it down. The righteous man. Falls seven times, but he gets back up. For us, we would say that the righteous man that falls, he's wicked. Oh, the righteous man that falls, he's bad. The righteous man that falls, this, this, and that. But we know Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. And we don't realize that God is the one that is rooting for us to get back up. Not the one that's trying to keep us down. I know you've heard this story a million times, or at least you've heard this word a million times about the prodigal son, the prodigal son, this, the prodigal son, that. And it's so funny because, you know, when I'm reading this stuff, it sounds so elementary. This is like, you know, kids Sunday serve, Sunday school stuff. But me, you know what I'm saying? Even as, you know, me being behind this mic doesn't mean that I know everything. It doesn't mean that I'm always conscious of everything. And sometimes we, even Christians, have to humble ourselves and remember the basics because we don't have the basics, we can't build, we don't have the foundation, how are we supposed to build anything on top of it? Talk about the story of a prodigal son. 
where you have this son who has said, you know what, father, I'm going to take, give me my inheritance. I'm abandoning my family. I'm doing whatever I want. And he went and he go, he goes to waste all his money. He literally leaves his father, abandons his father. That was very disrespectful to ask for his inheritance. His father's not even dead yet. Ask for his inheritance. I'm out of here. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live life how I want to live. And he wasted all his money, squandered all his money to the point where he got, where he was literally living with pigs and eating what they ate. And in Luke chapter 15, verse 27, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 15, verse 17, uh-uh. <laughs> he, had a, he, had, he came to himself. Verse 17 says, but when he came to himself, he said, he's in the pigsty. How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Excuse me. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Look at that. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. We'll get back to that. Make me like one of your highest servants. And he arose and came to his father. And when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And I didn't read the rest of, you know, the, the verse, but... Just know that, you know, the father accepts him as his son, even like does this big old feast for him and all that different stuff. Um, but ultimately, I want us to really sit where in verse 19, he says, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. That's what he's going to say to his father. Because the son, after what he's done, realized that, man, I'm not worthy to come back and have a relationship with my father. Doesn't that sound familiar? Because after we fall, we believe we are not worthy to come back and have a relationship with the father. If this was us and we were the prodigal son, our story would have ended in the pig pen. Our story would have ended with dying of hunger. Because not because the father said we, he didn't want us to come back, but because we didn't think we were worthy because we failed. I want to give everyone a newsflash. I want everyone to understand this. And, and I really want you, everybody that has an ear, let them hear. You weren't worthy when you were doing everything right. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many of us children of God think like non-believers where they say, I'm just trying to be a good person. Oh, please. Do you understand that the only reason why somebody thinks they're a good person is because they've stored away you know, all of the bad things that they've done. And like, you ultimately just forget about it. You ultimately just like act like, ah, whatever, that was a mistake, get back up. But it's like, I want you to understand, nobody is good in this world. There are no good people by the standard of God in this world. So for us to think that we're unworthy because we've done certain things, I hope that we don't think that we are worthy because we are doing certain things because you're never worthy. You were literally born not worthy as you were born into sin. We have to acknowledge that the reason why we're able to get back up, kind of breaking away from the prodigal son story, but the reason why we were able to get back up is not because we're doing everything right. The reason why we're able to get back up is because of Jesus Christ. That's why. And so many of us have have stopped acknowledging him. 
you see, ultimately, I think what everyone needs to get from this episode is that, how do I say this? (laughs) There's a difference between focusing on not sinning and abiding in Christ. And the problem, I think, is that so many of us young Christians are so focused on not sinning more than we are abiding in Christ. And what this does is that some of us get caught up in that. You know why I know this? Because I'm one of those people. I'll, 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 I'll admit it. I'm one of those people. You see, we get so caught up in doing the right thing, doing the right thing, doing the right thing, doing the right thing. And some of us trick ourselves into thinking subconsciously. Now, we wouldn't say this out loud. Subconsciously, we think that we deserve salvation because of the things that we've been doing. We deserve this relationship with God because of the things that we've been doing. And that's prideful. You know why I know it's prideful? Because I'm one of those people. You know why I know it's prideful? Because these are the same people. And I know because I'm one of those people, right? I said that. These are the same people that when they look at other people doing things that are not right, they'll they'll rather condemn them than actually tell them, hey, this or hey, that or show them, correct them with love. They rather condemn them. Can we be honest? It's it's prideful and it's also dangerous. You know why it's dangerous is because your mind is going to keep it consistent. If you think that you deserve salvation and you deserve your relationship with God because you've been doing things that are good, guess what happens when you fall? You're going to think that you don't deserve it. You're going to think that you deserve damnation. And let me, let's get this straight. You do. But Jesus Christ. You see how easy it is for us to forget who Jesus is and forget the things that he's done. Sometimes it's rooted in our pride. Sometimes it's rooted in our actual just blatant ignorance for what Jesus Christ has done for us. A lot of times we need to humble ourselves. A lot of times we need to know. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. We need to know more. You see, we wouldn't be here if Jesus didn't willfully die on the cross to take up our sins. I've had a very humbling experience rather lately because the Holy Spirit has really been showing me, Emmanuel Heke, how I fall short. For real. He's been showing it to me. I be having anger issues sometimes and frustration issues, especially when it comes to this laptop and this technology stuff. Really be trying to try me even while I'm editing. I'm not going to go to <sighs> the secular music that I'd be listening to. bro. I'm trying to cut that out. It's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a journey. <laughs> Lust for women. Stubbornness. And my distrust in him, even though he's speaking to me, me acting like he's a liar. Man, but here's the thing. Here's the point. The Holy Spirit doesn't reveal these things for me, reveal these things to me so he can leave me or to kick me out. He reveals those things to me that, hey, 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 draw closer to me. This is why you need to draw closer to me. Draw closer to me, Emmanuel. Holy Spirit doesn't give you conviction so then you can go and say, oh my gosh, I'm not worthy. Holy Spirit gives you conviction so you can go and say, hey, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Make the right adjustments. That's the point because God wants you. It's his will that no man perishes. Remember? You can Google that verse too. I didn't write it down. Sorry. (laughs) I need to do better. I just don't want to have like a million verses on here. Um... 
Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit there is no condemnation ladies and gentlemen in Christ Jesus to those that are in Christ Jesus you see that's why there's a difference between just focusing on not sinning rather than focusing on abiding in Christ. Because when you have Christ as your centerpiece, man, all of this is truly rooted in our knowledge of Christ and our love for Christ. Christ said in John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and will come to him and make our home with him. There's a difference between having this relationship, right, where you understand what Christ has done for you and you truly do love Christ. And I'm telling you, when you actually know what Christ has done for you, you love Christ. When you actually know who the Father is, you love the Father, honestly, because he is good. And I'm telling you that even in the relationships that you have, whether it's familial, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, when you love someone, you don't want to do things that they don't want you to do. I'm telling you, like your flesh might still want to do those, but your heart is like, I don't want to offend this person. You see, I'm going to I'm gonna be very transparent for a little for a little minute. All right. And talking about how I've been delivered from porn and master. <clears throat> oh, snap. <laughs> My bad. Porn and masturbation. Like when I tell you that for years this was going on and like I was trying to stop, trying to stop, trying to stop, fall, trying to stop, fall, trying to stop, fall. But if I can really paint this is like I remember the shift and the shift came when my big brother, James Wiley, texted me and I, and I reached out to him by the grace. of God, Thank you, God. For, I reached out to him and, he, and, and the Holy Spirit used him. And what he told me was <clears throat> he texted me. God knew that you would sin. God knew that you would struggle here and still chose you. When I tell you that that rocked my world, something so simply sounding like that, he said, God knew and he still chose you. Now, <clears throat> for some people, they'll hear that and they'll say, oh, this is my license to go and sin. God knew that I'd be in this situation. Oh, he still chose me. But for those that love God, this is what's going to happen. You're not going to hear that as a license to sin. Instead, the thing that's going to go through your mind is that like, wow, you see, this God loves me. You see, this God, he's not giving up on me. You see, this God, he's, he's, he's assured me that with the power that he has given me, that po his power in me, that I am able to overcome this. And that he's rooting for me and that he loves me and that he has grace over me. And because that I love him. And that was the shift that I said enough is enough. That was a shift and I can attribute that to truly understanding in that moment. Wow. So this is the love of God. After all these years of, of falling, getting back up, falling, getting back up, falling, and then right after praying to him. And it's just like, he's probably like, man, this guy's going to do it again next week. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, man, God must be tired of me. But in reality, God was saying that I'm not giving up on you. And for God not giving up on me, I said, you know what? Enough is enough because I love him. And those that love him will keep his word. You see, it's not. And, and guess what? After that, 
it really came down to me wanting to draw closer to this God that has loved me. And that's why I say there's a difference between focusing on abiding in Christ and focusing on not sinning because I focused on not sinning for years. And what, what was the product? Me continuing to sin. But when I drew closer to God because I recognized his love for me, Look at me now, baby. <laughs> I'm delivered, baby. And it really goes in line with last week's, you know, the premise of last week's episode. Or was it last week's episode of the week before that where we talk about the fruits of the spirit and what it means to abide in Christ and the product of abiding in Christ? You see Galatians chapter 5, I'm going to start at verse 19. It says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry. Um, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, uh, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit. Excuse me. Ah. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and do those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. It says, against such, the fruits of the Spirit, there is no law. The fruits of the Spirit that come as a product of the Spirit in you that you receive when you accept Jesus Christ into your life is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And when these spirits produce in your life, you don't even need a law. You see, that's why we are not rooted in legalism where we have to do all these different things in order to please God. We have to abide in Christ to please God. And the products of that will be the fruits of the Spirit. Look at it. some of us. We fall into the same temptation, same temptation, same temptation. Did you know that self-control is a fruit of the spirit? Come on. You're just trying to quit to quit. You're just trying to quit because because you feel like you got to deserve your salvation. But are you getting closer to Christ? That should be the focus. That's the point. Get closer to Christ. You can't do it. You can't do it. Hmm. Man. Therefore, we are justified, justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. It's the reason why this entity, if you will, is the most influential human being that has ever touched foot on this planet. It's the most loving being in all of everything. It's the reason why we talk about him every day. It's the reason why I get behind this mic every week. And I'm committed to this. And when you actually understand and are aware of what Jesus has done for you, you will be committed as well. Don't lose hope. Don't, don't stay down there. That's exactly where the enemy wants you. But that's not where God wants you. That's the truth. I'm not saying that to encourage you. I'm not saying that to inspire you. I'm not saying that to make you feel good. I'm telling you that because it's the truth. Read the word of God. What does God want? He wants you. Because he so loved this world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him. To have everlasting life. Shall not perish. Have everlasting life. 
He it's his will that no man perish. Man. Whew, I'm done. All right. Um, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much, God, for this message. And I pray that your grace be something that is on the forefront of our mind, not in the back of it, not tossed out. Father, help us as we are chasing to be more like Christ, Father God, that we do not lose sight of why we need him. Help us to always acknowledge your grace and always acknowledge your love, Father God. Some of us are in hard places. Some of us are being chastised. Some of us have tribulations, oh God, but help us to acknowledge your love, to glory in the tribulations and to count all the struggles as joy, Father God, because we know what you've already done for us, Father, and you've set the standard. Wow, you love us that much? I know you'll see us through what we're going through right now, Father God, for everyone that needs your healing, for everyone that needs your deliverance, oh God. Father, touch them. Make a visit in their life. Reveal yourself to them in ways that they can hear, that they, that they can hear, that they can see you, Father God. That they can feel you, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Draw closer to, closer, closer to us, Father God, as we draw closer to you, O oh God. Meet us where we are, Father God. You are a lowly God. We give you praise, glory, and honor, Father God, because it is all due unto you. Help us, Father God, for those who have gotten down to get back up in the mighty name of Jesus and recognize what Jesus has done for them, O oh God. And help them after they recognize your love for us, Father God, to abide in Christ. Quicken their spirits to want to know you more, to draw closer unto you, O oh God. Help them to not have their flesh as their own hope, Father God, of trying to stop this, trying to stop this, Father God. But let their focus be on Christ, Father Lord, and make that transformation in their life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I love you guys. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Ooh-ooh. Ooh-ooh. I hope you guys know that God loves you. Act like it. Peace.